Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer. All right, guys. Uh, today we got Brandon Pierce, my buddy. He was in Ancestors. He's in uh, Buried at Sea. He's in Death Crux. He's in uh, Glare. He's in a thousand fucking bands. He's an amazing dude from L.A. Um, we're really happy to have him. It was good to chat with him. Uh, this week's episode is brought to us by Fatty Vegan, as Fatty. always. Fatty Vegan. Give him the deets. Fatty, Fatty Vegan. Uh, I don't know. I just keep saying Fatty Vegan. Fatty Vegan. Fatty <laughs> Vegan. Fatty oh. Vegan. There it is. Uh, I've decided that I want to win Best Vegan Restaurant in Ventura County this Ooh. year with BC Reporter. Fucking A. I Let's do it. Want- I like I went into I went into like blenders or something like that the other day, and I saw all their fucking twenty fucking this place. We're taking it. They got best smoothie, you know what I mean? But like, but you guys got definitely best milkshakes, dude. Definitely best milkshakes, dude. Dude, I posted those fucking I posted that fucking milkshake, dude. Fucking people came in and fucking bought bought the fuck out of it. Beautiful man, beautiful. All right, what's the address? Where can they find it? 325 South Borchard Drive, Ventura, California. Beautiful. Fucking Fuck yeah. To Tomahawk Barbershop. Right. Um, Fatty Vegan 805 on all social medias, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And then uh, also, um, we're doing a special starting this Wednesday for our Patreon. Anyone that signs up, it's $1 to get started. Uh, monthly, you get bonus episodes. You get early access to this shit. Uh, we, you get access to these tour stories that we're doing with all of our guests. Most of them are musicians. They have incredible fucking stories. They're all going to be Patreon exclusives, but if starting this month, all the way through the middle of March, if you guys sign up for the $5 tier, uh, we will send you a mask free of charge. Um, so get heavy. Uh, so it's patreon.com that's shipping included. So it's $10 value. Then you can just cancel it at the end of the month if you want, but one dollar to get started. Five dollar tier gets you free masks and free merchandise. So go ahead and check that out. Patreon.com slash get heavy podcast. You can also purchase the masks at uh, Big Cartel. So it's get get heavy podcast.bigcartel.com. And uh please enjoy the episode. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, welcome to the fucking podcast, brother. It's been Dude, I'm so to- long since I've seen you. You know? Yeah, I'm stoked to be here, and I, I've been listening to it. And you guys are fucking really finding your groove. And there's Shimer. There's Shimer. What's up, bud? <laughs> Good to see you. I don't know if I can hear him. He's on mute. Okay, all right. Okay, I am. I was coughing, so I mute myself <laughs> when I'm coughing. Oh man, it's so. fucking great to see you guys, dude. What up, dog? How's it going? Yeah, you know, it's going, dude. Going. I like that fucking red velvet chair you got going. I know. Dude, right? Yeah. It's king shit. My cat sits in there. You know, like the prince that he is. We got a new kitten. Yeah. There you go. Looking good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Looking good. How the fuck so, are you guys? We're, I'm, I'm great, man. We've been busy and running Fucking kids, you know. Shimer's got the restaurant going, obviously. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. I heard about yeah. that. Yeah, it's good, man. It's uh, it's trucking along. It's fucking. We just finished our first month, and it fucking did very well. You were an industrious motherfucker, dude. I'll tell you that much. Like, you yeah. know, all of these promoters and you know curators of music and shit that have adapted through this, like, it's impressive, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. I uh like I went and got like a real job right when pandemic hit. Yeah. Because like I kind of had the option and I was like, fuck, I need to figure something out. Because I don't be- I wasn't gonna sit around and wait for government assistance and like all like it's just not in my dude, fuck it's no. not in my fucking, you know, my my the way I roll. Yeah. So oh yeah, you yeah, yeah, so I went and got a fucking job and then uh did that for a while and fucking this opportunity came up and we somehow pulled it off. Dude, good for you, man. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Good yeah. for you. And hopefully if shit, you know, goes back and we're able to, you know, get back and shows yeah. and all that other shit that you'll still, you that's, know, be the dude. I mean, that's you're kind the of the, dude. That's kind of the plan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just build this little fucking thing while I have the time and then hopefully just create more of them and then still do my regular normal life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Any of the projects, man, if if you get off the ground and you're able to start doing it again, we're there for you, man. We would love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys got you guys got to come out sometime. Yo, dude, I fucking love to, man. Yeah. I fucking love to. I, I've been like, you know, pretty marooned here. Yeah, yeah, I feel <laughs> I, you. Yeah, pretty much. LA is so fucking dangerous, obviously. Yeah. You know, everybody. Does it still feel like that? It still feels like that? Well, obviously, like, you know, they're going down. Yeah. They're going down now that, like, the narcissist dude bailed. And, like, I'm very far left. Uh, Hold on. He was robbed. Okay. Let's establish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. He was absolutely. He actually, you guys don't know yet, but um, it's coming. You know, uh, they're saying August twentieth. Now he's going to be back in office. That's according to Q. <laughs> I was like, okay, nice, dude. Is it's August twentieth cool. a new date? That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what fucking. That's a new date. You know, <laughs> you know, because obviously Biden's a clone, right? So, oh, and totally. then the election was fraud, and now somehow Trump. Trump is gonna get his way back in at sometime in August. So, just you know, just hold up and wait. You know, just wait. Dude, have, wait. have you guys actually watched those like QAnon drop videos? Yeah. No. I just watched the first <laughs> one for the first time. The like hold the line one. Oh yeah. And it blew my fucking mind, dude. Just the pure asinineness of it, or or you were almost convinced. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish that I was like, well, they might make some sense. No, but like yeah. quite literally there's like a ton of like production value and these shitty graphics. And then it had really like, ju- they pulled this like rip off of a, a prodigy song to put in there <laughs> and all this like call of duty bullshit. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. Cause dude, it's a war, dude. I mean, it's a war. Dude. I laughed my bag off, man. Yeah. I, I fucking loved it. I fucking yeah. love it. It was so fun to watch. It's entertaining until you realize that there's, people that are still dead fucking serious you know what i mean yeah dead serious about it you know oh yeah dude like god damn guys okay i mean oh yeah okay the the sad part is like i don't know this applies to you guys but if you've had family members that have drifted that way oh yeah i have my old man will not speak to me anymore over it (laughs) oh yeah i have a not I have a mother-in-law that, that, yeah. that reposts about 37 things <clears throat> a day on Facebook. And it's always like, oh, see, 
follow you know like she's a big bible thumper type fucking yeah. you know uh these people are insane they're yeah. insane like, like i can't even it, it it just makes me cringe even thinking about getting into that like what my mother-in-law does oh yeah just yeah. like oh my god i gotta send my kids there oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure like uh my in-laws had both passed away in the last five years and my i was raised by my stepdad and my mom and and they're pretty progressive people like i had no religion in the house nothing Mm. and uh but my stepdad was always like survivor man outdoors like he's a fucking falconer which is totally tight but cool (laughs) it's great dude it's sick it's sick uh but you know, he's he's always been, like, semi-progressive, but because he's got that Survivor Man shit, he's sort of, like, a little bit of a libertarian. Like, he was conservative, but he's atheist. He believes in climate change, all this other shit. And we've always clashed. Like, I've been pretty much a Marxist since I can remember. You know? Yeah. Like, for what it's worth. Like, there's issues within that, but, like, you know, to split hairs, I'm not trying to say funeral doom, black and metal. It, it, look, Keep it simple. You know what I mean? I'm pretty yeah. fucking hard left. Like, I belong to the SRA, like Socialist Rifle, Rifle Association. Like, nice. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, that's, but you know, here's the thing is like, you have to be literally willing to, when you hear something that contradicts your value and your core belief structure that actually might be true and might make sense. Like, if you are the person that sits there and rethinks your values and, can make a fucking informed decision mm. off of that that's a huge step I- anything you know i'm the same you know type of guy i like fucking guns and shooting shit but i also that's want so people rad. to be okay i want I people too. to be able to go to the hospital and not have to fucking kill themselves for it you know what i mean like but yeah. if i hear something that challenges what my core belief i try to step back and put myself in someone else's shoes and i i i generally have hope for people you know what i mean and yeah that's, that's the wild part about that whole other side is that it's just pure ignorance because it's never happened to you. So it obviously doesn't fucking exist. And it's like, there couldn't be more of a, a pure definition of like privilege or yeah. fucking, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. You know, like, it's like, dude, how can you not put yourself in someone else's shoes for a minute? Like, I, I do not know my guy. And, and and furthermore, like, I actually talk about this a lot, like, especially with my family that's leaning to the right. Like, I, I try not to be so frustrated with them because they're sort of like drinking the Kool-Aid, right? Yeah. Uh, the actual like hardened liberal thing frustrates me way more because it's just keeping up appearances, mm. you know? Like, obviously, it's just keeping up appearances and it, it doesn't really hold the same value. Well, and it's it's a lot of it's virtue signaling. It's that's just, virtue signaling. It's I say all it is, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. fucking people being woke to be woke because they don't want to not be woke when everyone's woke again. You know, what I mean? it's like, that's what I'm saying, right? Dude. But they're but they're just as shitty as oh yeah, shitty oh. person. But they're but they're still just a shitty person. It's like right. a drunk. A drunk. Oh you know yeah, I mean? you're not sober. You're just fucking not drinking. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Exactly. You're not. You're not, not You know, you're you're just the appearance of it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And, and 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 you know, staying punk for this long really gives you a lot of this perspective and like I try not to get so frustrated with people on the right because I just think they're confused. However, I think like hardened liberals are just convinced. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean yeah. I, I think in a lot of ways that's more dangerous. Um 
and, and it's hard to unite the working class. I get that. There's all these identities and shit, and it gets really difficult to sort that out and, and really unify and say, look, we're actually kind of in the same thing. We all feel like we've been, uh, you know, oppressed by this thing in a lot of different ways. Obviously, people of color more so. You know, uh, it's just that someone needs to talk to them in a way that's not putting them down. And I think a lot of times liberals with education put them down and make them feel stupid. And I think that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that there's there's the the same asshole on both sides. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just totally. different things. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the person that just cannot understand that someone else lives differently than them. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I see it. I I see it all on. I mean, I fucking own a vegan joint. You know what I mean? There's mm -hmm. no question. I'm fucking a little left, a little left on life for sure. Uh, you know, I also fucking understand that not everything can be just. We can't just have seven billion people to the left. Totally. You know what well, I mean? That's just not how the world works. That's just never how it's going to be. So yeah. to, to 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 think that. The only answer to anything is to convince everyone to be on my side. It's the same thing with religion, dude. It's the same thing with extremist Christians. Instead of just understanding that someone else thinks differently than me, and that's okay as long as each other can as long as we all can respect each other. We can though, dude. Like, you know, you think that, I think this, whatever, you know, move on. I often I think, think, like, I think of it, I thought, I was thinking about this because me and Shimer, we were, we hung out with the wives the other night. We were talking about, you know, my, my father is extreme right, fucking, you know, psycho Trump. And Rosie's dad is extreme left, fucking, like, hardcore Democrat. But they are the same human. They're the same human. They live in the, they live in the mountains by themselves. They fucking don't want to be fucked with. They, you know, it's like they have all the same core values. And I, th I thought about this the other day. I was like, imagine you're in a gigantic mansion and there's a whole world of people that could live in this mansion. But those two sides are on the same on the either side of this one door in this fucking room yelling at each other. And there's a whole fucking mansion uh, yeah. void of people. You know what I mean? That <laughs> You're like, you guys are on the same. You're at the same door, dude. You guys are literally you're right fucking here screaming at each other through a fucking door crevice. You yeah. Know? Like ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. God damn, man. I watched them argue for eight hours on the internet once. Fucking wow. I was like, man. wow, dude. Wow. Holy shit. I know. It just goes nowhere. And like my my dad and my brother always voted Democrat going growing up, but they were, you know, hard laborers, uh, you know, tractor demolition gradings, all this mm -hmm. other shit. No education. Both of them dropped out of high school. And I was a fucking arty kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they never really got me, but we all got along and they vehemently hated like Reagan and all this other shit. But when the Trump thing happened, they started getting this false depiction of things going backwards mm. and they really bought into it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. really, really bought into it. And like as like you mean, like with Trump being there, he's rewinding us back to fucking the Reagan era kind of thing. Yeah. And I had to break it down for both of them that that would never happen. And I gave them some reasons why really mm -hmm. calmly. Mm -hmm. And they sort of absorbed it. My brother spe specifically, my older brother. And I also had to explain it. He's like, well, like, are you a Biden person? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. 
I was like, this is why I'm voting for him because we need someone to take care of this fucking pandemic. Right. And I know he'll do that presidentially. Yeah. Right. I'm not a Biden person. I'm yeah. going to say something that's going to upset you. I fuck with Bernie Sanders, you know? I, I, why would that have, I like that dude. <laughs> yeah, but, of course, yeah. Yeah, but I like that. Them, they, yeah. they just think he's a commie. And I go, well, yeah. so am I. And then I had to lay out. But those, but those people that call Bernie Sanders a commie also call Joe Biden a commie. I know. Yeah, exactly. That's the fun part. <laughs> and, you know, I'm still waiting for my Chinese lessons to come in the mail. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I got mine actually today. So I started, I started freshening up. Mandarin did, you know, yeah, started freshening it up, you know? Totally. Well, well we talked part. about, you know, when we get the vaccine, obviously we heard that you just start speaking Chinese. So you started just talking about Chinese, right? <laughs> So might as well. It's like Wayne's World. Sick. Yeah. 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 You just said I look pretty in Cantonese. But I'm down for it. And like, I know a lot about that. We're going to go completely off topic here. Yeah. Yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would audio record with a cassette tape the movie Wayne's World. Dude. And I would listen to it. I would listen to it, like just in my Walkman, like walking, like yep. just walking out in the desert. I would listen to the movie. So, so good. good. Yeah. Hold on, let me get my water. One second. Okay. Yeah, 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 dude. I actually used. I used to do that. I used to record. Um, before you could get soundtracks, I would record like songs off of movies. Yeah. You know, like if it oh, was yeah, something yeah. like I would I do that I shit all the time. Me and a me, me and a buddy of mine when I was like when we were like eight, nine, ten years old would record like fake radio shows <laughs> that's awesome that tape oh yeah it's all predetermined look where you are now yeah no way that those exist look where you are now although um, i will say shimer it it would be a fucking pretty good sell if you went full right-wing vegan it might create a whole nother niche of a market yeah, i'm good on that <laughs> what the, yeah, that's really shaman dude that, that's, right. that's the shaman dude right who's oh yeah the shaman yeah the organic uh prison food guy yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, a, that's a patriot, dude. That's a real patriot. Them, like, if you see me post on the Instagram, like, "Hey, uh, shaman, we'll feed you." <laughs> you know, you, you know what I mean? Or shaman, you mean my man? You Come should offer any free ego. food, free food to anyone willing to wear a buffalo head into your. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm <laughs> fucking yeah. Anyway, well, man, I mean, obviously, you know, we've gone through the spiel of Corona and all that stuff, but I mean, I was thinking about it today, man. I can't wait to get back to playing shows. I know we talked earlier. You had big plans for this year, right? I mean, buried at sea and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. yeah fuck yeah, because uh, well, yeah, and that band, uh, dude. Yeah, so I joined that band in their reunion in 2015. Obviously, like, we were all fans of that band. Oh, yeah. And uh, Brian, uh, when we started Death Crux, like, five years ago, I knew he was in Buried at Sea, and, you know, they kind of were on, like, a hiatus of sorts. And, and you know, for a little while, he was like, we kind of want to reunite the band and do some shit and, like, repress the record and... uh the original drummer bill was on the fence still out in chicago Mm. um with like sanford parker uh but he became like um a sanitation worker which is a great Mm. job and he has kids and benefits and all shit which he really couldn't tour with 
you know, the schedule that that band wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, would you be down? They all asked me, would you be down to jump in and do it? And I was like, fuck yeah. And uh, they had, in the end of 2015 winter, they had like a two-week tour booked with Unearthly Trance. And, you know, it was just a lot of back and forth. And I was like, I'm fucking ready. You let me know. You know what I mean? I'm going to learn yeah. the set and uh, I'll be ready to go. And of course, last minute, they're like, you're in. Mm. and uh i was fucking stoked right like it's like one of the most influential influential of the sludgy dude yeah man. they're a great band dude they've always had that like mysterious clout around them as well you know what I mean? yeah well yeah dude we were like probably 19 when that record came out right you know? like and it sounded so far ahead it was heavy you know what i mean yeah fucking heavy yeah. yeah so i was stoked to do it you know like so we did the tour and yeah, it started out really great, and and dude, I got fucking really sick, like right in the middle of it. Like we were sharing the van with uh, Unearthly Trance, or it was so sick. Like every show was fucking sick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got is it in Europe? No, this Europe? Was here. We, oh, here. We okay. Europe. But but yeah, we so we did like a yeah, it was like two weeks here. We went up to Canada. We played a couple fests and shit, and we played with like Megla. You know that band. I've heard of them. I, know, I don't. Yeah, they're know like Polish black metal, and they were the they were the like midnight stockings and what, and they were great. Um, but yeah, I got I got super fucking sick on tour, like fluish, you know. And I'm like hella sober at this time. I was working out, I was in good shape. And I'm like fuck, but I got this. Like I'm gonna do this. I was super rehearsed for it, and like, you know, the shows were killer. And then, like by the time I got to Canada. Like, I couldn't even see. I I just remember oh, this part fuck. I couldn't see. So, like, at the time, in 2015, you can go to those pharmacies and get that, like, wrapper coating cough syrup. Oh, yeah. I just made dirty Sprite for the rest of the tour, <laughs> and it brought my tempo even down and made it heavier, and it was great. You're just you seeing know? trails. Yeah. As they're hitting the drums. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but it was great. But uh, uh, I do want to share an awesome story from that. It just reminded let's, me today let's hear it tour uh, stories you guys have played the high line in seattle probably yes we did I, yeah, yeah we played yeah. with you guys actually we played with you guys up there with ancestors yeah. i think yeah, it was the high line yeah i played there a few times yeah. yeah um this one was memorable so that was another megla show and it was like hella sold out and obviously the elevator is always fucking broken there you know whatever yeah so uh like, we play and shit, and um, I'm just kind of starting to load out, and I saw this scuffle, and this girl fucking pulled out, like, a switchblade and started fucking swinging it around. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, dude, it was crazy. And our boy Adam is in Death Crux was doing merch, and I just, I saw him, and he was like, someone do something, someone do something. <laughs> the bouncers all grabbed her and started dragging her down the stairs. So at this point, I was like, running down the stairs with uh that dude alan he sang for connie okay and, yeah and and i was like he was like dude you want to do a joint and i was like uh, disclaimer i'm super sick he was like oh, that's fine so we're smoking this joint watching this girl get dragged down the stairs and then this other pack of girls starts coming down the stairs just projectile vomiting this is like in succession right in succession then it starts pouring and then 
I'm standing on the street right by the van and trailer, and this dude is running in the rain towards me with like a grocery bag, and he hands it to me. He was like, "Here, I'm Muslim," and I was like, "What?" And I grabbed the bag, and it was just like it was like a fucking 18 pack of like PBR. <laughs> I'm Muslim. Yeah, That's amazing. <laughs> it was one of like my favorite memories on tour I've ever had because it just happened so fast in succession. Uh, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I love playing with that band. And Wait, so how did it end? Do you know? What happened to the chick? What happened to the projectile vomiters? Okay, so they didn't call the cops because obviously cops are worthless. Uh, but she kind of got drugged out by her friends and then there was vomit all over the stairs and, you know, we were loading out and shit. And it they'd gotten the, some free beers. My eyes were swollen shut, and I was, like, kind of talking about Connate with Homeboy for a little while, which I thought was the best part, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't seem to care about anything that happened. I was like, this looks gnarly. He was like, oh, yeah. you know? And I was like, Connate's one of my favorite bands from that area. It, it was great. It was a great show. It was really memorable. I mean, but on, on tour, on tour, you do get to the point where, like, yeah. shit like that will go down, and you're just like, you're like, oh, I got to go get the bass cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Let me just high step over this puke and the yeah, person bleeding, I mean, like, and we're good. <laughs> I know exactly how it goes. Yeah, so so when you're recording that first record, like uh, when uh, you know, people yeah, get yeah. stabbed around you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you. I mean, on, on tour, you kind of like get to this point where you're just like, you're not even there, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like complacent. Like it's like. Shit's going down, and you're like, look, look, I really, really probably should help in some way, shape, or form. Everything about me goes like, I want to pop in and be like, hey, 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 Yeah. But I am 3,000 miles away from home. Totally. <laughs> and, 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 and you like, will be the one that gets thrown in jail for something. And there's, yeah. like, and there's yeah. so much more important shit that I'm doing <clears throat> at that exact moment. Yes. That you have to fucking walk away from this insane crazy shit going down oh you have to because you're fucking loading out a fucking drum fucking up. oh yeah you have to there's just all, all kinds of accountability there um so but at this point like i was like this kind of shit especially at the time i was like i'm severely lacking this chaos in my life i'm fucking stoked i've been a fan of this band forever mm-hmm. and they're like yeah dude you want to stay in fuck yeah uh the last show of that tour was in Olympia at that like bloodletting bar place. Okay. I don't know if you've ever been there, it's super weird. Forget the name of it, but they have like a bloodletting table. It's super cheesy, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So we in there, and all of our merch money is in Sanford's like leather jacket for some reason, like in an envelope. Seems and, like a good spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. But there was this very tall attractive like black trans person who was eyeballing the jacket while merch was being sold and she fucking grabbed it and we're playing the set and i was like i know what's happening and fucking adam jumps over the table and chases her like four blocks and tackles her gets the jacket money's still intact but she had also put some like panties in there like a like a g-string in there huh yeah, it was a nice way to end tour. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it, it's been great. And then 2016, we we're kind of on the fence, like about going to Roadburn. Uh, and then super last minute, 
like the neurosis booking agency threw us on for like three and a half weeks right in that road burn and it was fucking sick right yeah but not only that this is gonna blow your mind it was their 30th anniversary so they played for like three hours and they played the punk shit dude oh they did like the word is lost stuff and the that's awesome like the aberration ep crazy shit pain of mind stuff maybe dude pain of mind shit and it was fucking perfect yeah it was the best neurosis set I'd ever seen. Did they have the visuals too, or did they not no. do them then? They ditched them that year, them. right? The 30th yeah. anniversary, they ditched all the visuals, dude, and they got yeah. better. They got fucking better. <laughs> like yeah. when they when they lost the visuals, you're like, how is it better? Like what the fuck, you know? Because I'd it, seen them with them before, you know, and yeah. I'd seen them. God with damn. When I was young, and then I'd seen them with Lila later. Yeah. And, dude, they just don't miss a beat, man. Whatever they do is gonna be the right. Right. They'll just ne- they'll never be another one of those ever. Did, no. you see neurosis? did we see neurosis together, Craig? In- uh, I think we did at um at the what? observatory. Observatory, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, that was on the 30th anniversary tour. That was right. Yeah, yeah, And then we saw him with uh, no, hold on. Did they play with Godspeed? Okay, no, because Godspeed played a while ago. Anyway. They're, they're together in my in my mind as one, you know, almost. Godspeed was just yeah. like 10 years ago the other day. Jeez. Was it really? Yeah. yeah, 10 or 11 years ago the other day. Yeah, dude, I fucking, that's where, that's what the eyeballs from on my arm, dude, from yeah. that David DeAndre poster. I yeah. remember that show, that show we got crazy edibles. Right. We were I high. It was on the balcony. Luna? It was in Pomona. We're up on the second deck, and I just fucking sat there, ate that edible, and I just fucking like went like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love I that! Like closed my eyes, and I was like, "I'm gonna try to pass out at a fucking Godspeed you Black Emperor show." Oh, yeah. I think that'd be so perfect, great. dude. And I think I did accomplish it. Like I, I nodded out once or twice, but I don't know if it was because I was high or tired or in some sort of psychedelic trance. I'm not sure. Yeah, I just kind of remember probably all like, three. Yeah, I just probably remember. I just remember like going, like you know, I'm just gonna let it. I'm just gonna let it go tonight. Take me where it's gonna take me, baby. I'm not even gonna try and like <laughs> yeah. and watch this. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I feel like doing. You just feel it. You just have to feel it. Yeah, feel it. I saw that. I was like, I was. I loved that band from a very early age. I saw them. I went to fucking Omaha, Nebraska to see them in like two thousand. I don't know. It, it was before the kids were born. It was like 2006 or seven. No, maybe oh, might have been before. No, because it would have been before. Dude, it was in the early 2000, 2002, maybe even. Oh. Um, and it was it was. I had a friend that lived there, my buddy Ryan, and I went to hang out with him for a week. And I I went because they were that was the closest they were coming to L.A. Like I mean, right. or in my area, and I fucking. I mean, I it blew it completely changed my opinion of what you could do musically. I mean, same as Neurosis, but yeah, you know, it just fucking Godspeed was unreal, unlike Dude, anything I, I'd I've ever seen experienced. Him. I've seen yeah. a Silver Mount Zion, right? But I never got tickets. Like I always drop the ball, especially in the reunion, and I never got to yeah. see it. And it's totally weird. They were like one of my favorite bands. Um, I just never got. It's to unreal. Them. It's unfucking real. I mean, oh yeah, unreal. I have no doubt. We walked like, down the aisle to a Godspeed song. Me and Rosie did. Oh yeah, you did. I was there. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I love that band, dude. I do. They're fucking sick. Yeah, they're fucking I sick. I love that band. I yeah. I don't. I've never seen them. I I, I hope. I have those bands that I've dropped the ball on so many times. I can't. I know, dude. I'm like embarrassed. You know what I mean? Like I miss Pink Floyd or any version of that every time it ever came through. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. I was gonna go to that Roger Waters shit, but then the Corona happened. I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm just I never to gonna Roger see him. Waters. I went to Roger Waters in 2017 at the Forum, mm-hmm. and it was fucking unreal. Sick. I saw my fucking. Dad, my dad and brother saw the wall at the Coliseum. Oh, yeah. dude, I saw. David. My mom. My mom was there. She has a. She has a piece of it in the in the attic at my grandpa at my grandma's house. Still, dude. That's cool. Yeah, and that was the first time she ever did acid. She yeah. told me she was like yeah. sixteen years old and fucking saw the wall to tour on acid. I was like, oh my god, I'm so jealous, dude. I, was, I saw. Yeah. I saw David Gilmore at the Bowl. Actually. Mm. The night before I left for the Buried at Sea Europe tour in 2016, mm. and it blew where do you, my fucking mind. Where do you where do you fall? Are you a Gilmore guy or a Roger Waters guy? I'm all of them. Me too. Yeah, I, dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm Sid forward, dude. I love yeah. animals. I yeah. love fucking everything, dude. I I can't decide. I've never been able to decide. Yeah, I think like in certain things, like they've all had their strength. Yeah, I've got favorites of all of them, but I fucking love them all. Yeah, Obviously, I mean, dude, I was in a band that just ripped them off. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the Ancestors was Pink Floyd uh, times X2, I guess. Pink Floyd 2000, I guess. Yeah, I like, don't know. It was like, it was like Fripp and Eno poorly ripped <laughs> off with like a little neurosis and a lot of Pink Floyd. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah man, Seth. I love that. Seth. I actually, I listened to that one, the, the album that I came in and did the vocals on that one day. Oh, yeah. And I fucking, I was like, I forgot, dude. I forgot how good this fucking record is, man. Thanks, God man. damn it, man. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, we got some tunes. And yeah. how is so? How, how's the relationship with everyone in that? Is that all good? It's yeah, it's okay. I was actually talking to Justin earlier today, and you know, yeah, we've been friends forever. Sometimes we, you know, yeah, waver in it, and it's all good. I love all those dudes tons, you know, tons. I can't not, you know, I love them. And it was weird, you know, like I obviously towards the end, I, I was not qualified to be there. I'd gotten fucking deep into substance abuse and yeah, it was shameful, but like, you know, I got my shit together and it was weird when I was, when I was in my what second or third rehab stint, which was basically jail. Cause I had to go mm. and a nasty ass County rehab, uh, I was sitting in there and I was like, if I'm going to do something, I'm not going to do the same thing. I want to do like kind of synth pop. Like I-, I was super obsessed with Kate Bush at the time. Uh-huh. And I was like, I just want to do something different, but I also want to do doom metal again. Mm. But I want to try this thing first. Because mm-hmm. Matt had actually got me super hyped on like synthesizers. Mm. Bark. So- yeah. Yeah, so I started rebranding my shit and started collecting synths. And a lot of that had to do with Ancestors. But, like, a lot of that shit, like, especially because, like, Gilmore had worked with Kate Bush and all this, like, proto-synth stuff and, like, you know, back from, like, Throbbing Gristle and all that early shit all the way through Skinny Puppy. I was like, dude, I kind of want to do this thing over here and try to make pop music, sort of, and still do Nine Inch Nails with it and... That's kind of what I've been fucking with ever since. Yeah, right, with the glare um, and, and uh, Death Crux and all that, right? Yeah. 
and Death Grux is mean. a punk punk band for sure. But yeah, like you know, all the Death Rock and our Death Rock shit. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to try something different. But like when Buried Up C came up, I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking do this. <laughs> oh, it, you how could you refuse it? You know? Yeah. So, uh, dude, and like by the way, that that tour was amazing. Like we, you know, all the shows were fucking incredible for that band as a cult band, but. After that 30th Neurosis set, that was their last one. It was Sunday. We had to close it on the main <clears> stage. <throat> after oh, Neurosis. really? So I was shitting my fucking pants. <laughs> yeah. We had to follow Neurosis. Yeah. And it was terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Well, yeah. It's so that's such a scary thing, you know, when you, yeah. you're like, they just destroyed the room and you're like, does anyone have anything else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to play this, after no dude yeah yeah the answer is but but you do and it makes you try really fucking hard right oh yeah i mean all you can hope is that the crowd has some gas in the tank for you still they did though they they emptied out for a second and there was fucking just cups everywhere and that room actually fits like four thousand people and we're like dude this is going to be empty and actually it was at cap again by the time we took stage. Wow. That's amazing, man. Yeah. No, it was sick. And is this in uh, Europe or is this in America? This was Roadburn. Roadburn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So out there. So, I uh, mean that, and that festival circuit out there is just a totally different animal from what I know. You sick. know? You know? That's, that's and those people love me. I mean, European, the European music, they just love fucking music way more than America. We, we had Sam on, you know, last, last week. Uh, oh yeah. Listen Night to Horse. And uh, you know he was he was saying how funny it is like we're near in America like oh you you're still doing that like you know <laughs> people are like huh that's weird you didn't give up your dreams yet you know but in like Europe it's it's a totally viable fucking thing for your future you know yeah and you got to play for like an hour and a half so weird <laughs> yeah uh, uh, yeah uh, that makes me think of this time I was with Flag we uh, we played Metallica's festival mm-hmm. and our set time was like. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. and it's like one of like the side stages, you know? Right. Well, fucking, we get there and they're like, oh, by the way, Metallica's gonna play an unannounced, an unannounced kill them all set right before you guys. Cool. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, Woo-hoo! what yeah. the fuck do you say? But it's funny. Don't I'm say with, nothing. With, yeah. I'm with Flag, Black Flag. Right. Fucking Metallica. You know what I mean? I'm just like in this weird fucking world right there where I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, it's fucking Metallica's festival. They can the do whatever they want. About it. At least they didn't bump you. You know what I mean? And like, by the time, you know, by the time they go on stage, it's already caught wind who it is because it's under like a different name you know yeah it's under a different it's you know it's under one of their fucking old, old or some shit their alias name yeah you know? yeah metal up your they ass fucking come out and they play and there's fucking twelve thousand people oh my god fucking and this is the side stage this is the side stage at four o'clock so everyone is all of a sudden everyone was supposed to be watching something else and they're catching wind and you just see people running you just see people running, just right across the field. Well, for kill them all, play, side, right? yeah. They play, they crush, of course. <laughs> yeah. We go up there, like six hundred people, maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. like Metallica just fucking crushed the stage. Everyone's yeah. walking away like, what the fuck did I just see? I didn't expect to come and see a kill em all fucking Metallica set. I mean, Although that's... the amount of fucks Keith Morris probably had about it was like oh, yeah, a yeah, surprise, yeah. No, right? Yeah. He's like, dude, we were. <laughs> that okay, guy, so... he doesn't seem to give two okay, fucks. So... You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, so, so we're all like, we're all like side stage because we weren't allowed on stage while they were playing. Yeah. Right. You know, like, you know, so we're all right there. I'm the fucking tour manager. So I'm like fucking like, obviously in contact with all these people trying to make sure you know what the fuck's going on and we're standing there we're all just kind of laughing and shit and they get done metallica gets done and fucking they come walking off stage and they all have a different person they all have their own person put like uh fucking handing them a robe you know right a robe because why not fucking lars Lars, while he's fucking Lars, doesn't stop walking, doesn't get the rope handed to him. Walks past his guy. His guy gets behind him. Lars sticks out his arms, (laughs) never breaks pace, never breaks pace. Fucking just walking the whole time. And the dude fucking puts his robe on for him. And then they fucking go and they come down. And there's golf carts. There's, they're, like, we're standing right by their golf cart. <laughs> we're standing right by their golf cart. And they fucking come down and they're like, and James is like, hey, Keith. Keith, what's up, man? And Keith just looks over and just like doesn't even say a word. Snarl <laughs> at him, just like, and I just kind of looks back at me and I'm like, that's your buddy. Kind of talking shit a little bit, so. Oh, dude! It was pretty funny. Like, I'll never forget that. Like, I always call that like like that was such a power move. You know, we all make. Fun oh of my Lars. god, Lars yeah. is low hanging fruit, though. Right. He fucking, is... When he did that shit, I was like, oh my god. Can you imagine having that much clout? Where if I'm you were to step out of the shower, there's a motherfucker running behind you with a robe to put it on you, dude. No, but <laughs> like, I, it held, sounds nice, honestly. He's held on to it for so long. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually become like really meta like Kaufman shit and, and I kind of like it now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah there was well you know there's a time like the wrath was going it was a joke right the fucking wrath yeah it's gonna yeah. be called Lars Ulrich, Lars Ulrich. that Lars was you know that yeah Lars dude Ulrich. like in the or- original days like our only goal was to be called Lars Ulrich release a seven inch called fuck Lars Ulrich and then try to get a cease and desist or a sue letter from him and then use that as a seven inch cover for the next one that was right. like the goal dude it would have helped you like I, I know saying. yeah it would have helped and yeah. then you know it turned into more serious shit but like you know you think about it years later and you're like because he's such a baby you know what I mean but it is it is like is he the person who he has always been or is he the character of himself and is he aware of it? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, it is very, it's genius. It's almost genius at this point. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like Kaufman wrestling women. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, can't, I can't figure it out. And like, sometimes yeah. I kind of love it. And then actually like, so, so I've been, I've been going through the first four records recently and I realized that I actually learned how to play drums by playing to him. And his shit's actually really good. On oh, the yeah. The execution live is like maybe hit or miss, but he is actually like a crafty songwriter and he was good at the composition 
because uh, yeah. like a lot of people give him shit because he wasn't Dave Lombardo, but right. But actually, the hookiness of his drums and playing less, yeah, kind of helped the band. Well, it's a, it's ACDC. Less is more. That's what I'm you know what I mean? Like, Which is there's genius. probably not a harder job on earth, and I and I don't know why I don't know the drummer for ACDC's name, but no, I mean. Right playing a fucking straight beat for four and a half hours like on and right i mean it's seriously it's probably harder than you would ever imagine dude okay you know i'm not a drummer you know but we're talking about this so rachel and i and my buddy nick he's been in a ton of punk bands he was in that band like surfer blood and he he actually grew up with like tragedy and shit in Mm -hmm. portland and we have a new band called white bronco which yeah, we might have called it Biden Crime Family, but we went with White Bronco, and it's, <laughs> it's, those are both great names. Oh yeah, thank you. But yeah. it's not not like country, and it's not not like Mazzy Star at the same time. And I'm fucking pumped on it. Mm-hmm. However, I had to go track drums for it last week, and they're quiet drums. Mm. I'm not good at that. Yeah, it's hard, dude. It's fucking hard. They're like simple and like. Yeah. The nuance behind it, I was like, dude, I felt like such a fucking asshole. It's so like, weird, right? It's so weird. Like, no rim shots, like, center. It's fucking hard. It's consistent and, like, keeping it sounding even. I blew it. Dude, it's the most takes I've ever done on a song. That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I'm real good on, like, the click for recording and shit. But if I'm slugging, but when I go to quiet, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And I had to cobble <laughs> it together. It was so embarrassing, dude. <laughs> Like, so do I even know how to do this? Fuck. I, I'm telling you, dude, I gotta like learn how to play like that. It's crazy. I mean, it's something to be said. I mean, when you hear Tom Petty, you hear ACDC, you hear fucking Creedence yeah. Clearwater, dude, you listen to those drummers and you're like, this dude is a human fucking metronome and That's accents so the perfect little points that don't make a shit of it a difference to almost anyone else that's not a musician, you know what I mean? But it carries the whole entire song, you know? Dude, I, I, I'm telling you, I'm going to get some water. I can still hear you guys. But like, no worries. Like, I can't do it. I have to now <laughs> learn how to do this like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. You have to learn how to play drums again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, and that's cool. That's the challenge, you know what I mean? Like, I've always, I've always wanted to be the worst musician in my own band. I mean, that's always, you know? <laughs> and and hey guess what i usually am it's like that's how it goes you know what i mean like uh, proudly proudly yeah. um but yeah you know and and uh yeah so this year I, everybody's obviously fucking bummed there's some things that fell through but yeah buried had a uh tour it was a couple of weeks and we we're supposed to end at that migration fest which is like mm-hmm. in maybe baltimore or something Okay. So yeah, that fell through, and then <clears throat> I was gonna do a couple filling things for some other buds. And Blair had a tour with like Ceremony, you know, mm. Ceremony. Like, yeah, yeah we, had, we had a tour with them at the end of last year. You know, before obviously before shutdown, but I'm pretty sure we all got coronavirus on that tour, like early on. Yeah, yeah. I think the CDC basically announced that it was in the country a lot earlier than they thought it was, dude. Yeah. Yeah, because we yeah, had all the shit, and we we're just like passing around. We were sick as fuck. I had crazy fever, and that was the last tour. And I'm super grateful that like I had one right before it happened. But yeah, just like yeah. you, it it's so fucking weird. Sometimes I'm like, it's fine. You know what I mean? I'm catching up with my own life, and 
my job. I'm not just like destitute broke from being on the road all the time. Right. But yeah, dude, it's it's the phantom limb thing, man. Right. Like we're all just what the fuck is this going to do? And then, right. you know, what trips me out. Maybe Shimer obviously knows this better than us, but like with venues and all the loss of, you know, infrastructure and shit, how the fuck is this going to work? Like, how are we going to be in a queue? Like, obviously bigger artists are going to take precedent. Like what's going to happen to us. That that's what really weirds me out. I mean, it's all like, it's all going to be a slow rollout anyways. Yeah. It's not like all of a sudden they're going to announce that we're open and fucking the, you know, three days later, there's a fucking sold out show somewhere. Right. You know, it's going to be a slow rollout. Um, yeah. I mean, I, th- I, I'm pretty sure that like most of 2022 is already booked for sure. You know what I mean, which is what a lot of bands are pushing towards. I do think that some of these festivals in September that are possibly coming up have a chance, you know, Maybe. Yeah. because like, uh, again, like the, the hive mentality will change once like no one knows what the mentality is really going to be like once it's like, Oh, you can go get a vaccine. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> no matter what the, you know what I mean? Like if you can go get a fucking vaccine and just go get one, then that's when it's personal. Change. Right. That's a personal right. choice thing. But I think if you don't have a tour booked already in 2022, 2023 might be your year, dude. Yeah. yeah. And- and plus, like, you know, lots of things, you know, it's not like, it's not like, a big thing is like, it's not like tons of rehearsals are happening right now. It's not like people are, you know, working on and planning, you know, like, to get ready for tour. Right, you know, right. lots of those huge tours, you know, when you think about like those huge, huge tours, those are fucking 18 months out. Mm-hmm. It fucking, it takes, it takes mm-hmm. 18 months of fucking preparation and planning for those fucking ginormous yeah. tours. And everything, I mean, we were at like the, we were at like the fucking honeypot when it fucking all went in, when it all was done, like everyone was touring, everyone was able to tour, especially considering that like, that's the only real way to make money being in a band. Yeah. Unless you're fucking Taylor Swift. Totally. You know, the only way to make money is to go on the road. So everybody was out on the fucking road. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, it's it's going to be weird. Like, I'm pretty confident that, like, all of our rooms are going to be available when right. it comes back. Yeah. yeah. So, with that being said, like, a lot of corporate rooms might close down. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. You know, yeah. like, fuck them, dude. Uh, you know. But, yeah. So. so, I've been, I've been playing, like, in a, quite a few bands, like, just filling in or working with them, uh, you know, here and there, just to, you know, I like being on the road. I like yeah. it. I, yeah. I've been uh, working with this Denver band called Echo Beds for a little while. I don't know if you ever heard of them. They're, I want to say fucking, I've heard that name. They're fucking wild, dude. Uh, they're they're kind of like a, you know, really punk, nasty, like, Neubauten almost. Like, they play, like, oil drums and shit and electronics. And uh-huh. they're a two-piece, and I came in to help write a little bit and kind of beef out the band and and yeah they're they're older denver dudes like weird weirdly enough like heath the uh front dude in that band 
is almost like a carbon copy of Mike Carter. They're so similar. It's <laughs> it, yeah, it's super weird. I love that. But uh, yeah, I was flying out there through like 2019 and working with them on songs and like we've been writing together a little bit and we went and did like Austin Terror Fest and I flew back there again like a month later and we played with like Old Man Gloom and shit was going really good and it just, you know, threw a wrench in there and I was staying with David and it was great, you know? Yeah. It was yeah. great and, uh, you know, I was kind of trying to keep that trajectory like I could hop around and like produce and you know play drums or whatever the fuck else with them and i felt right. really happy about it and when this started to happen i started to re-examine some things and i think it's really important for us to all figure out what's going to help keep our culture alive right um so you know one of the things i i really took on was like music videos so you know for me personally i've been directing music videos now yeah uh, so I mean, was that video that you sent me the other day? Is did you have anything to do with that? Yeah, I directed the claymation. It. The claymation one? No, no, I didn't direct the claymation. Oh, one. Okay, <clears throat> I, I didn't direct the claymation one. Uh, uh, but I love that video. That Warthog, that is a wild video. That band's fucking sick. Yeah. Dude. yeah. Um, no, that I sent you another one for Persecutor. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 They're that like kind of Venom, like really punky, dark throne band. Right. And it's really weird. Like, so check this out. The band is actually Scott from Saviors on drums. Okay. And then Adam from Death Crux on bass. And then this dude, Chris, who's like this awesome black, Chris Velez, he's an awesome black metal guitar player. Yeah. Like he's been in a bunch of bands like Lightning Swords of Death and shit. And yeah, they're like caveman black metal. And mm -hmm. the singer is actually this super tall fucking weirdo from Romania. <laughs> and he, he goes by Vlad the Inhaler. I'm not right. even sure <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is going on. You gotta watch it, uh, but it's a good video, dude. It's a good video. You know, the one, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, <laughs> I become like sort of like their visual like band ambassador. Ambassador. So, yesterday I got back from uh, Wrightwood because now he's out here from Romania. Mm -hmm. It's super weird, dude. Like he, he's a fucking mess, and I love him. Like he's quite the personality. Like there's language barrier, and like. He had something to do with goats back there. I don't know if he like raised goats and like raped them. Maybe it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. he's the fucking raddest dude. And the band is actually my friend. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. they've now been tracking with him with like Phil from like despise you and Crom. So he's mm -hmm. been making records. Like they're about to finish the second one with him. And it's almost like they went from venom to like death leopard venom. Like they're like anthem black metal songs. That's awesome. dude. Sick. And they don't take themselves seriously. So, like, that video that I shot with them in the desert, that's almost like California love, they wanted to do the same exact fucking video, but in the snow. Oh, okay. Dude, the one that we shot in the desert, it was 115 degrees. Right, yeah. It was insane. Like, in a dry lake bed in Joshua Tree. Right. And this one was in Wrightwood, and it was, like, 20 degrees. Yeah. Like, they're going to kill me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's super cool, man. Like, as you know, like, this fucking whole stream bullshit, like, you just can't connect to it. 
Well, it's hard because I think I think the one thing that will happen in this over this year and a half of us two years being shut down or whatever, it's going to cull the herd. So the people that are yeah. really fucking serious about playing music have already made and established these connections in life that they're going to keep. We're going to keep doing it anyway. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but you have had I have had to shift like tongues not playing any fucking shows anytime soon. Yeah. We're not planning on it. So we decided, fuck it, we're going to start making music videos for the That's for the fun. record that came out in the middle of Corona that no one fucking heard. You know what I mean? Like, right. fuck it, we're just going to start making music videos. You know what I mean? I think Red Fang did a really good job at setting the precedent for like what is a killer fucking music video. That's and then exactly you've fun. seen a hundred other people do the Red Fang style video. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but <clears throat> you you've always been like an incredibly talented artist. I mean, even Thanks, when you we were at DW with the, uh, the fucking throwdowns, you know what I mean? I <laughs> but, um, you know, like, and you do visual art now as a job, right? I mean, yeah, I do, do, I do like motion graphics and visual effects, like, like title sequences and trailers. Like yeah. I do the title design and animate it. And, and what that allowed me to do was kind of figure out like a filmmaking process and like, you know, visual storytelling and shit. Cause I started out going on set and assisting those guys and seeing how all the components work. And, you know, then when you're animating all these elements, you're basically using like a camera, uh, like in the computer and you can start sort of like figuring out how to do this. And so there's been a lot of dudes like motion graphics dudes that mm. have switched over into directing. Mm. And I kind of, at one point I was like, dude, I got to do this, not just for yeah. my own bands, but like to keep our culture moving forward, I've got to start like biting the bullet and taking no money and trying to make it look expensive for people I care about. Right. To keep pushing this shit forward and having that kind of content. So like what you're saying with tongue is like, that's fucking crucial, man. That's all we got. Yeah. We well, got. and that's the thing is like, we have to adapt. We can't just be punk in an alley anymore. You have to adapt to the digital age. Yeah. And if you do an album release and you don't have fucking videos floating around to supplement it, you're you're it's not going to get the traction it was supposed to get oh, you know I what know. i mean like i mean yes you can create a fucking banger of a record and it catches on but yeah you have to have and it's taken me six fucking uh, almost a year to really figure that out you know what i mean but like when tongue started i didn't even want to do a record i wanted to just do singles you know and i told the band because it's that's this is this isn't a record world anymore we're not you're lucky to get two songs on a fucking playlist dude like yeah so let's just release fucking two or three songs a year, bangers. And then if they get, you know, if someone wants to put them together and put them on a record, fucking fine. But we ended up having a full record of material and a couple of the guys in the band had never had an actual like vinyl release. They really wanted to do it. I said, okay, that's fine. But this is probably the last time I, I think I'm ever going to release a record until the world changes and goes back. But I, I, I've seen the writing on the wall as far as we're back to 45s. We're back to fucking singles. We're back to the 50s. You know what I mean? Like, if people want to hear a couple of fucking killer songs, let's write a couple of good songs, make videos for them, put them out, let them do what they do. Cause we're not touring. We're not fucking, you know, I'm not going to do a month long tour ever again. And I mean, unless it's a fucking a hail Mary, like amazing offer, but it's yeah. not going to happen for me. You know what I mean? Like well, you, you don't know that. I mean, like, look, here's the thing about what you're saying. Like, I feel exactly the same way. And, so Blair's got a record coming out in April, April 10th. And we had this awesome Belgian label, like it was boutique. The, the dude's super good at the packaging and shit. 
and we wanted to do an EP with him. And he was mm-hmm. like, look, dude, you know the money thing. Can you fill this fucking thing out and make a full length? I was like, I can. I don't want to, but I can. Yeah. But with that and with the press cycle and all the other, like, red tape around it, he's like, you need three music videos. Yeah. And now that we know you can direct them, just you know, make them. <laughs> yeah. In the time that this was happening, uh, we got approached by a way bigger label, this label Prophecy. You know that label? I've heard of them, yeah. They're a big label, dude. It's a, like they're a German label, and they have yeah. like Alcest. It's mostly black metal. Right, yeah. It's a and, it's a big European metal label. I know that. Yeah, yeah, dude. And they they came for us, and, you know, it took a long time to negotiate because, obviously, we're not there. Mar- like, Blair is a dark pop band. It's like Cocteau Twins, but maybe mm. a little heavier. Right. And uh, they really wanted us, and, and, you know, we hit a rapport with them, and they're like, look, what do you guys want to do? And I was like, well, I want to do singles. Yeah. I want to do singles and then maybe an EP and then you can repackage that and make it a full length. Make they're it like, a rec- LP, dude. Yeah. Okay, that's sick. And, and and they're like, what else do you want? And we were like, well, we want an advance, actually, because we want to make videos. So actually going into next year, that's what we're doing with them. Yeah. We're doing singles and then we're going to do like a series of videos with those. Mm-hmm. But the thing, it's actually really rad. You know, no, like, dude, it's got to be part of the landscape at this point. Yeah, I think, people you know? don't like attention spans, dude. Yeah. Well, and like, like I said, I mean, it, you know, I listen to full records. Shimer listens to full records. I'm sure you listen to full records. I yeah. mean, but the hey, what's up, girl? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> How you doing? I'm Good. Murder part two. And I'm <laughs> my beer and hang with my kitties. That's right. Get it. Uh, we got uh, dabs in there, right? We have dabs, yeah. Bring that out here so I could do it in front of my friends. Yes. Fuck yeah. You're the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's I, I just think it's a totally different landscape, you know, and I, I I I would love to adapt to that because for me writing a full entire fucking record is a two year process, dude. Like it is. you know, but I can I can put some serious time into a couple songs and right. fucking make something that I'm really proud of and then the digital, the visual aspect of it is is videos for me. And I, that's something I want to, I, I think is important at this point. You know, it's the only way you're really going to get, I mean, and I don't even know why I want to, I just want to do it to be creative. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to see that shit in a different world. You know, I, I spent 20 years of my fucking life wanting to put out records and vinyl oh, yeah. and do the touring thing. And now I'm like, I watch my kids online and what they pay attention to. And Shimer's kids are the same boat. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is a different fucking age, dude. Like genres are dead. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. You know, like all this doom matter. worship bullshit is like gone. You know what I mean? Or in niche circles, but you know, genres are fucking dead, dude. Like after watching, uh, we I went with uh, John to see horror and uh, uh, um, Ghost Main, and it blew my fucking mind, and it really opened my eyes to the fact that. Genres of music are null and void at this point. They're yeah. null and void. Yeah. And if you can let that go too, it's actually really inhibiting because you can kind of recalibrate and, and understand that you can you can totally cover other ground in there. Right. Stick to one thing, and that's and that's the thing. And I, I'm sure you agree with this, but like making that fucking full length record is scary because you feel like you might make the same song the whole time. Yeah. Right. Like that's it for me. Yeah. Or you know, I'm like. What if this is bad? What yeah. Is, 
bad. Like, well, that's the thing. If you're trying for the full length, you know what I mean? Like if you, yeah. you know, you need to get our song was ours was eight songs. It was, it's like 35 fucking minutes. I don't know many right. shirts considered a full length, but it fits on an LP, you know, but right. it just naturally happened that way, you know, but from here on out, like I've told the guys, like, I don't, I'm not interested in a record, dude. Like not either dude, it's not I fucking either. because you, you on an album cycle, it's a, it's a fucking year process, year and a half process to get it recorded. You release it, and then you maybe you know we're not really going to tour a lot, but it's in our best interest to stay in everyone's fucking minds minds yeah yearly by just releasing a couple fucking songs, you know. And what I mean? You guys got Rob Dean though, dude. Let's this be real. Is true. Yeah, he's a good drummer. He's so good. He's and so a good, good human. Congrats. Rob's like a generally like a genuinely great human. Isn't he? <laughs> you don't I... meet a lot of guys like that, dude. You're like, damn, dude. A veteran, a fucking, you know what I mean? Like an incredible drummer, you know? But dude, dude, he's told me like when he was doing the SEAL thing, some of my favorite stories anyone's ever told me were oh. Rob. Yeah. I fucking love that guy. I miss yeah. him. Yeah. I miss him. I gotta hit him up. Gotta yeah. He's a rat. Yeah. He's so good at drums. Yeah. But uh, that that shit is amazing, though, dude. And you should absolutely, dude. If you need, like, uh, you know, on the side, if if you need any kind of video strategy shit, please feel free to hit me up. Oh, I'll be hitting you up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm getting, gonna be I'm gonna be cashing in some favors on your ass. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting yeah. a little better at it at you yeah. know like like planning and you know fucking nobody has any money. You yeah. know, like nobody has any money, and you can make it look expensive if you do the right shit. You know and. And you can do it well, cheap now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like uh, maybe five, six years ago, it was really hard to get a good video. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. but now the technology's caught up. You know, but it's so up. like, how have you? I wanted to ask like about your job and all that stuff. I mean, you are allowed. Obviously, you work from home. It looks like. Yeah. Now, I mean, do you get stoked about the projects you're working on? Like you, I mean, not like music, but is it like fulfilling? Like what you're doing? Yeah, with work stuff. Well, it depends. You know, it's hit or miss, dude. Like, like. Um, I just started actually, I've been freelance forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I was in this band called soft kill. Mm-hmm. You know, that band, they're a Portland band. They were doing, they're doing pretty well. They're bigger. And so I, I was having a tour with them, like Metallica pretty much. Like that's what, they, when I joined, I was like, fuck this band's going to be gone a lot. So, uh, you know, so you were I, expecting to have a, you were expecting to get, have a guy give you, put a robe on you yeah, like, off the stage. Your arms out, and well, that's what you pictured. You envisioned that. Well, at least like at least like a wet sock on my like you know dick and balls, maybe. But you someone know, to scrub you down real quick. Yeah, a baby powder, some corn yeah, syrup. Corn syrup. Imagine being just the baby powder person. Oh my god. Oh my god. We need to write a movie, and that that's a character. Are you bringing up baby would... powder for? Have 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 you guys ever played with fucking uh, pentagram? No. Like. Played with the band, yeah. Like, like no, 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 I've no. seen them. I saw them. But do you know what goes on on stage <laughs> with the baby powder? No, I guess I don't. No. Okay, let me fill you in. So <laughs> actually, on that Europe tour, Barry C played with this band Banquet and Pentagram at the uh, what's it called the the Vienna Theater, or it's like the Vienna Theater is like four venues in one, and we played the main hall with them, which. It didn't get super full. There was like maybe 500 people there, but it fits like 2,000 maybe. Mm-hmm. But Pentagram played, and I can't remember. Maybe we were main supporters or some shit. We cleared the room because it was like a bunch of like rocker stoner kids, and we were playing like 
atonal, depressing shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like how ancestors would clear a room, no problem. <laughs> they would awesome. have cleared less of the room. Than less there. of the room. Yeah. Yeah. Less of the room. Yeah. Uh, it would have been this much more fun. But like, we cleared the fucking place, and I left my like transformer for the sampler we had on stage. It was like an ammo case and all the shit. You know, I had the like Euro adapter, so I had to go get it after Pentagram set while we were packing up. And I fucking busted my ass on stage because they cover the stage in baby powder so Bobby can do the like boogie dance. That's okay. real. It's a real. <laughs> That's real. And, and while we're here, I'm gonna try to put this up to the camera. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking throw down this awesome photo Please. of that show. Um, but I thought maybe. <laughs> That's what you're referring to. No, no. I just, baby powder is generally nice on your nutsack. I mean, it's fucking. It's great. Dude, I gold bond my shit on tour. Oh, and a a pinch cornstarch. It's fucking. And a pinch cornstarch. And a pinch, dude. It's fucking, it shit works, dude. Yeah. See, I miss that kind of shit. I miss that kind of shit. But I have the baby powder person. Fuck, dude. This is the best picture of all time. (laughs) And it's after their set backstage at this place. Oh, dude, I'm coming up on it. Okay, okay, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're somewhere. <laughs> the pentagram had it removed a couple times. Okay, I'm going to put this up here. Focus. I don't know if you guys can see that. Okay, you got to get up That's there. That's Bobby right there. That's okay. Brian and I. Yep, yep. He's all partied out. He's got, like, pill jars down here. Yep, like, yep. Sequin gold pants on. Yes. And he's on the phone, like, <laughs> you know, trying to, like, get some, like, young fucking yeah try to get himself me too you're getting me too pre me too <laughs> pre me too but you can also his like weird little fucking you know unit yeah. is like popping out of the right thing and we're just giving him a thumbs up right here we're like yeah he didn't even like like acknowledge that we were there <laughs> he didn't even know you were taking the picture <laughs> so sick so sick yeah dude <laughs> What a fucking absolute mess of a human, man. I mean, such a fucking mess, dude. Wow. He like, sat down to eat next to us before the set, like after sound check, and he had all these weird band aids all over his hands, like, you know, from God knows what. Yeah. And he had this turkey and he was cutting the turkey, and I was like, dude, I gotta go. It just like, it looked exactly like the thing. And like, I was just, I don't like to use the word triggered, but like, his <laughs> hand, bro. So, dude you know what it's weird because you see a guy like that that's like such a legend right and yeah. he's a really just a piece of shit that just didn't make it because he ended up being a piece of shit you know what i mean yeah. like heroin addict but then you see like dicky from blue cheer who we played with and i was i had never been more impressed with a fucking 70 year old man that's in my entire yeah. life i mean that fucking dude was like coherent and on it and fucking funny and like he was like we've been touring for 42 years i was like oh my god <laughs> you know what I mean? like, and then i rolled i rolled him it was like us annihilation time and blue cheer a joint i rolled him a joint and he goes he goes hey man i smoked them bones in days and like you know what i mean and you're like what the fuck man like and then they went on stage and completely blew us out of the water Blew Annihilation Time out of the water. Did a 30-minute fucking Hendrix medley. You know what I mean? And killed it. Killed Whoa. it. You know, and, and and it's like, and he might have been a piece of shit, but he was like, 
classy, like a classy motherfucker, like Chuck Berry level classy. Although we know Chuck Berry's not classy. Right, but, right. you know, he had that vibe about him where you're like, dude, this dude is pure yeah. fucking gold right now, you know? What? Dude, he that's got... so sick. I mean, I expect that. That band's rad. Not gold? Is that what you said? I got so wasted at that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got proper so wasted. I think I had to leave that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we got in trouble because El Barbero played. Oh, oh that's God. right. Right? Okay, right. and... So and for, they, you guys are puking on stage. Yeah. So El Barbero plays, which is Pat Bailey, Mike Doan. Yeah. Oh, and, I remember and, El Barbero. Right. So, but Pat Doan is on straight up acid or mushrooms or something. He was at the Smell Show too. That oh, he always, always was, and I think he's I think he's gone on heroin now. But oh, uh, no, yeah, I love really that dude. Bad. Really bad. But <laughs> we are playing, and I'm a fat, long haired dude, and he's also a fat, long haired dude, and Mike's playing, and he's all. And just fucking pukes all over the stage. And they're the first band, right? So then we play, it's all cleaned up, whatever. We go back to the fucking Velvet Jones, maybe what, a, six months later, a year later. And this fucking guy is pissed at me. And I'm like, I'm all like, real, like a dickhead. He's being short, you know? And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And I think Shimer, you might have been the one that informed me. Hey, they think that you're the guy that puked all over the stage last night. <laughs> yeah, 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 hey, yeah. man, that was another fat dude. Like, that's a different fat guy, man. Like, what I the was fuck? like yeah, I was like, because like, <laughs> it was because it was probably you guys were probably playing some numbskull show after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was probably like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck's the deal? And it's like, oh, that fucking guy, blah blah blah. And I'm like, man, no, dude, they thought I was the, I thought I, I was a, I fucking, I've almost puked a lot of times. I was probably like, like, yo, they think but I've never done it. Me too. You know? me too. And also, by the way, like we're all so interchangeable because we all sort of look exactly like oh, someone yeah. else in a band. Yeah. You could be skinny and like tattooed and glasses, yeah. like fucking twenty. Yeah. It's like yeah. fat guy, tattoos, and beard. Yeah, okay. Really Fucking like, no problem. Like, yeah, you're the guy, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've had a lot of no. that shit. Yeah, they did. They were, they thought I, I, I was like, sound guy's a dickhead. You know, like, what the fuck? Like, we played here 10 times. I've never had a problem with this dude. You know, and then it come to find out he thinks I'm the guy that fucking ruined the whole entire stage. Totally. Totally. <laughs> That's, I haven't thought about El Barbero in a minute. I wanted to actually, I wanted to produce a band until, that was the first one where I was like, dude, if I could get an engineer, would you guys let me help work on that? And I, Mike was just gone. They wouldn't let you help if even they if wouldn't, you could. But I, mean, I adored just, that band. Pat Bailey is the best human on earth. One of the coolest fucking drummers you'll ever watch play. But They were rad. You know, he just, that, that fucking whole band is a mess anyway. Yeah. Or was a mess. And But the record is incredible. It's so God good. Damn, it's good. It's, it's, one of those, like... One of those classic Ventura bands that would have never, that never got anywhere they should have. Right. It's like or, Sierra Thungle and fucking Celtic that, Frost. Yeah, totally. Mm. But like, I always felt like they would have gone somewhere. And uh, that's how and, Ventura, Ventura's got that vibe, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, how many amazing bands from Ventura you're like, they never, what the fuck? Dude, dude if I get anywhere making music videos, I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that i will fund and go to great lengths to make a doc about ventura bands because <laughs> it's such a quiet secret like there's been so and it's all you guys first of all it's yeah. all like adjacent you know it's everybody you know it's all been incestuous and shit but there's been way too many good ventura bands 
Yeah. It's like way too many. And it's like we can get all these fucking docs about Seattle, Chicago, all this other shit. No one's talking about Ventura. And there's yeah. been well, because you know the Nardcore thing is what it is. You know, well, yeah, of course. You know, and obviously the Nardcore scene is still thriving, still killer. Yeah. You know, but there's a whole other fucking genre of and a world out of Ventura that some of the most talented motherfuckers you've ever seen well, yeah. I mean, come from this town. Be, man, you know, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what comes out of everywhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like John C. Alone has, like, literally, like given birth to like 200 <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. he's just like he just like craps them out you're like yeah. up, dude yeah no. the toxie dude have you heard the toxie so good fucking great dude i've never stopped paying attention to ventura like if i miss something i'll always come back to it and i'm like damn here it is again another fucking good band dude so yeah. wild it's crazy so i don't know it's something weird about the fucking area you know but then you also you just got people that just love to do it and don't give a shit if it does what it you know what I mean or maybe yeah. something about the beach that you just you've got no motivation to fucking run outside of the out of that area I don't know I don't know what it is I, I think it's just like the right position like you know what I mean it's like there's poor people that also will hustle down shit there's the beach there's like a serious community and like everybody's smart and fucking knows good art and music and it's just kind of the right combination of things i've always yeah. been in love with it I, it I mean i've been a lot of places and i'd still rather live here you know that's i would rather live there dude <laughs> come on down work, dude i'm trying if with this yeah, work from home shit like still technically supposed to be here so i'm like working in an office but like the way shit's going man i don't understand why the fuck I, you know why i can't move yeah yeah. yeah, I hate living here. Like, it's fine, you know, but dude, it's a fucking mess, man. Like, and, and it's sad as fuck, dude. Like, the, the homeless shit is, it literally wrecks me every day. Right, because I hear I hear about it a lot on, like, podcasts and shit. You know, there's been a mass exodus of, like, big podcasters and shit, that, and comedians and all these people yeah. that have moved. And, they, and, like, the number one thing they talk about is, like, the insanity of the homeless. Like, it's homeless problems down there. Fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. It's fucking heartbreaking, dude. And like, you're not allowed to be homeless legally here. Oh, this torch died. Um, you're not allowed to be homeless. You know what I mean? Like, they'll fucking relocate you, arrest you, do whatever the fuck they have here. You yeah. know? And yeah, it's 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 just too much. It's it it kills me. Well, I mean, and then it's there's 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 way too many homeless people for there not to be a a, a solution to that. Like a viable mm-hmm. solution of helping. Like it's like. The population is too large of the amount yep. of homeless people for it to just be like <clears throat> a simple fix. <clears throat> like they need to build buildings. Yep. Like build tall fucking buildings that are dedicated to taking care of that problem. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like there should be a fucking building, a building, a fucking high rise. In fucking LA, that is dedicated to fixing homelessness. Well, yeah, the, the you know, and the, and that and that will never happen. Well, because the private sector is the only one trying to do that, and they don't have the funding for it. Yeah. The government, they wouldn't has- give the funding. You think a fucking any uh fucking neo fucking liberal like you know con- or conservative is going to hand money for a skyscraper for homeless people? No, no. way, dude. <laughs> it's not happening, dude. Not a fucking chance, dude. Keep them like- on the off-ramps, dude. You know what I mean? I can yeah. drive by them at 100 miles an hour in my fucking Tesla. When was the yeah. last time you guys got you guys were out here, like, 
I was out. Uh, I did the Stranger Things drive-through about a month ago, and I was fucking shocked at the homeless. Okay, yeah. Like the and just getting off on uh, what did we get off on Los Angeles? Right. And I was like, holy shit! It looked scary, like it was in the nineties. Like it's worse. Than it, the 90s. it made me uncomfortable, dude. Like you know, and I'm, I you know, I I like homeless people, but I mean, you got like full encampments moving into the streets and shit. I had to go around tents and shit. I was like, what the fuck is happening here, man? Everywhere. Everywhere. They're everywhere. They're here. Like they were never here. Now they're lined up down here. And then like, even off the beaten paths and stuff, following the freeway. Oh yeah. It's just, it's just tent city forever. And like, I mean, it's so fucking sad. And like, dude, okay. So do you still have empathy or are you at the point where like, get the fuck out of the way <laughs> no, no, no i feel so bad for him yeah yeah i feel so bad for him i never have a confrontation with him ever yeah i, I like i only have empathy and like on christmas i was like handing out pizzas to him this is the funny part it is la so you, you know keep that in mind when i tell you this i'm like going around to tents and i'm like pizza pizza and it was like people were just like, i'm good bro and like in my mind <laughs> i'm like are these motherfuckers vegan you know what i mean like is that real? Are they thinking about gluten? Like that could be a real thing, dude. So I got a gluten allergy, bro. It makes me all bloated. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. It's hey, man, you never know, dude. The other weird part about the whole thing is like a couple of months ago, I got like a, I signed up for Food Not Bombs, and I was like trying to volunteer and like, listen to me flex. But no, but like flexing I got, right now, dude. Totally. I was like. I signed up for him, and then they sent me a LA food bank box, like full of fucking food, like a box, like no marks on it whatsoever, no return address. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, I, I don't need this. I, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a job." But on top of that, separately was this fucking giant brick of government cheese, like liquid yellow, like an actual weird, brick, <laughs> like an actual weird yellow brick of fucking cheese, man. Huh. It blew my mind. Yeah. Like, I did not order it. I have no And then I called the food bank. I was like, yo, you got to pick this up. Like, I, you know, like, I can't do anything with this. Like, I, I've tried to give food to homeless people directly. They reject it. Like, yeah. I don't know what you want. It's going to go to waste. I, I really don't understand this. Like, it's, but you, it's, you obviously didn't grow up on welfare because I understand it. Yeah. No, I mean, I do understand it for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Like, but it, it's weird because it's like, you know, Obviously, people down on their luck. You know, I don't think anyone fucking chooses to be homeless. No, but it is a it's a drug problem ninety percent of the time. I think. I mean, obviously, there's mental health involved. You know, and that spawns drugs and all that stuff. For but sure. you know, it's you know the problem is is you can fucking get food anywhere. You know, we're yeah. this is America, dude. Yeah. Every dumpster on earth has food in it. You know, I used to dive totally. dumpster dive when I was a kid and all that oh, shit. Yeah. You know and fucking we'd hit trader joe's and find perfectly good shit all the time oh but you know what what really needs to be addressed in the in the and especially in la is the drug the drug problem you know and rather because a lot of the shelters won't take people in if they're on drugs no i know you know what i mean so it's like you need to you need to tackle the mental health you need to tackle the fucking drug problem in this country and then you can start fucking asking bigger questions but until you do that and you try to provide people help and even you know even then they might not take it you know because well, even then it, now it, now dealing with members of my own family that have been fucked up forever it's like you see where it ends or where it can yeah. you know all, with all the help in the world it still don't work you know um but you have to attack that problem first and 
you know, yeah. even I, I don't think Garcetti, you know, it's not even on his fucking docket. You know what I mean? It no, just, dude. I, and, and they have to decriminalize it, dude. They have to. Yeah. Like, I think Portland that's an answer. It. Portland got it. It's the only proven way where instead of incarceration, we can move towards like rehabilitation. Right. Dude, if you were to stick a fraction of that money into rehabilitation, you could probably dude, save a lot of fucking county people. rehab here is a fucking nightmare. I am a, I, I was a frequent flyer to the county rehab system. <laughs> it's fucking devastating. Yeah. It's so hard to get sober afterwards and stay sober. Like I, luckily I, I did it the last time, but it's a, I, I, top to down. It's like a whole nother three hours of conversation, but they treat you like total shit here. There is no rehabilitation for it. Like they set you up for failure, yeah. you know? And then you, you catch a case or a possession. You have to go there again, or you're going to jail. Right. The second one, you're definitely going to prison. It's wild, dude. It's it's wild. It doesn't, it's just highly unnecessary. It's just this Reagan leftover bullshit fucking rhetoric, you know? Like, and and they're not criminals, dude. They're fucking sick, man. You know? Yeah. It's, it's just, weird. If you were to look at like what happens in other countries and how they address a problem, and not, I don't think anyone has it completely fucking nailed, you know. But there's so many better ways you could attack this shit than yeah than what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Dude, if, if even still, you look at like Spain and Portugal and shit, where they're right. already criminalizing it, and the the rehabilitation rate's super high. Right. You know. Yeah, because once it's not like a a thing that's um, a secret little like you know what I mean, like yeah. like you know, kids are raised in in like Europe, they drink at sixteen. It's not. A, I mean, yeah. I, there's some drunks out there, but you know, it's not. It's such a fucking big deal. You know what I mean? It's just that like Christian Protestant fucking like you know shit that's been built into this country it's really yeah, weird it's man it's gonna take a long time to get away from that stuff i think it's just a, dude not everybody's gonna go out and be like yeah i want to go get fucking hooked on meth or heroin like that's not the way it works dude no you know you will you well and the majority of it is like someone got hurt someone got fucking addicted to vikes and now someone's yeah. fucking out of vikes and they're looking for oxys and now someone's fucking off oxys and they're looking for Anything that's gonna fucking help, you know what I mean? And what, yeah, that happened to me. There, there it goes, man. Yeah, there it goes. So I mean, I, I know you're not completely sober, but you're obviously clean. I mean, yeah. clean, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't do like narcotics or uh, like I don't drink anymore. Um, but I smoke hella weed and I do psychedelics. Yeah, you know? even and you like, found a happy medium with that. Yeah, totally. And even ketamine. I actually went to the ketamine treatment centers out here. I don't know if you know if they have those. Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, it was tight, dude. It changed my whole shit. It really did. It changed. It really did help with like depression and all the the addiction dude, and stuff, all that. Dude, it was so fucking rad. It mm. just like opened everything. Like it really. It took a while, you know what I mean, to like start to mentally shift and feel like some of the trauma and shit I had, like you know, my childhood and all this other bullshit, kind of come to the surface, and then it was weird. I was like, I'm making peace with it while I was like in this K hole. Hmm. And just over time, it just started like rewiring me, man. Pretty wild, dude. How many treatments did you do? I only did a couple because dude, honestly, it's so expensive. And then I just just started doing like getting the street drugs. (laughs) Back to the basics. Well, yeah, but like, you know what? Like there's a lot of dudes out here that sell them because LA, they're like, I'm a shaman. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. You know, like you do some DMT, like all this Joe Rogan shit. Like, it, oh yeah, dude. You do your DMT, you do your ketamine, and then you know, like you do it ritualistically. It's not like you're out at a fucking rave partying. It's like you, you really, you do this in like this meditative practice, where like 
you're looking for like the repair you know yeah. i have a totally different outlook on it now and it's like for a while i was doing it a little bit more in succession and now i've pulled back and i'm like okay when i need i feel like i need to like you know check out and go to this place i will but i i've pulled back on the whole thing and I, you know i microdose mushrooms and all that bullshit and it's great yeah i love it yeah well fuck man i mean i'm glad to see it man i mean you know it's yeah for all of us that you know, we all struggle with that shit in different ways, you know, and yeah. I just, I, you know, so, so many years where we, I was just so worried about you, dude. Oh, dude, thank you. Glad to see you pulled your head out of, you know, out of your ass. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. I, I totally. Dude, actually, I just realized and I, I totally forgot. It's been nine years, like back on the 11th of this month. It's been nine years since I, you know, yeah, had like a habit. It's beautiful, man. Um. Yeah, well, fuck, dude. Thanks for coming on the pod, man. I mean, I fucking love the pod. Place to end it. Yeah, I'm so proud of you guys. And and uh, you know, if you guys need anything from me, or you like hit me up. And you, I think it's just really important that we look after each other and like make sure our culture doesn't disappear. Yeah, you know. And you, you guys are dads, so you're cooler than me. So if you need anything from me, you want to talk videos or whatever the fuck it is, and like if you got some ideas, Chimer going and like rebooting all this stuff. If, if you get an idea of how to you know, go back into it stronger, dude. I'm here for you both, for real. All right, work, bro. Thank I you. love you, man. Yeah, love I you. fucking love it. Yeah, I love you, dudes, and I like the podcast. I'm so love happy it's you, around. All right, well, hey, where can people follow you and your bands and all that? Give us a, uh, give us something. Oh yeah, I got Glare Music um, on Instagram and all that bullshit. And we have a record coming out on the 10th of April. Uh, death Crux. Uh, there's no A in death. Um, and. Uh, buried at sea obviously is around and then i have some new stuff coming out uh you know my my you, you can always follow me at grim queefer and you'll see a bunch of my that's right that's everywhere. right that's what that's what i was waiting for that's what grim i wanted yeah. the grim queefer dude iconic <laughs> which is one of the best instagram handles i've seen in a long I can't time change it ever dude <laughs> <laughs> don't don't please don't all right man well i love you brother thanks love, so much i love you too. You so good to hang all right later all right. later later, later. later man. Be- Fuck yeah.